0: Hello and welcome to Mastermind Growth where we share the wisdom, the stories and the insights from business owners. My name is John Cassidy-Rice and I had the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I am your local Federation of Small Business Membership Advisor, meeting and supporting business owners from all industries. Today we have Chloe with us. Hello, Chloe. Hi, John. Thanks for taking the time out to do this. No
1: problem at all. Thanks for having me. Really excited.
0: Excellent. So, tell us about your business.
1: Okay, so I run a virtual assistant agency. Um, pretty much says quite a lot within the title um, there itself, called Supportal. And um, we offer support to startups and um, small to medium-sized businesses, as well as entrepreneurs. Um, and this is worldwide, not just UK-based. And um, the support does vary. So our, our core go-to service is virtual assistance. So your traditional office admin kind of support but that can be quite broad. We have um, a team of specialists that focus on digital marketing. So, um, they're the two go-to services that people come to us for.
0: Ah, fabulous. I always love to find out the the journey to the business. And so, are you happy to share some of your journey and your story with us?
1: Yeah, of course. What would you like to know, I guess is the question.
0: (laughs) 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 So, how, how, how did you get into the business and um, what what kind of led you to it?
1: Okay, so I've always, um, my background, my career has always been focused um, on supporting director, like kind of director level or being, being in some kind of support roles. So office management, PA roles. Um, and I've always studied business. I even started my degree at one point. I didn't successfully finish it, purely because I'm um, being torn between earning an income and, um, you know, carrying on with education in that form and being fully committed to to it whilst being a mum so I didn't actually get to finish everything but I got to a point where I knew I wanted to do it and I kind of felt like I climbed the career ladder as far as I could and then I did a bit of research online and I came across the term virtual assistants while whilst looking at personal assistant kind of I think I was exploring something around personal assistants and so it kind of yeah kind of bumped into it whilst doing research And it really resonated with me and what I wanted to do. So I always knew I wanted to start a business. It resonated with my skill set and my passion, which has never changed. I do um, enjoy supporting people. Um, And it allowed me to kind of just live the life that I wanted to as well, because I have a couple of health conditions that didn't help. And yeah, collectively, they are the reasons why I ended up venturing down this path. And it's one of the best decisions I've ever made. Um, Yeah, that's the beginning. And I started off as a bookkeeper. So my previous role before this was an office manager and um, assistant, assistant to finance director. Um, so I did start off with the skills that um, the, the skill set where I thought was best for me. Um, and as you can imagine, from what I've just told you, digital marketing and then to tell you, I started out as a bookkeeper. It's quite a change. But that's the brilliant thing about working virtually and working remotely. Um, especially in the digital world, there's a lot you can do and adapt and a lot of services that you can provide, especially when you've got a team supporting you too. So, um, yeah, it just kept on growing from there, really. I'm very passionate. I love learning. So there's, you know, there's a lot of things that I've kept on learning, a lot of things I've introduced, and naturally that's how the teams grown. There has also been hurdles, as you can imagine.
0: yes. <laughs> So, what what has been some of those hurdles? Because sometimes when you hear the journey, it all sounds so smooth and easy.
1: It really does, doesn't it? Um, there's been quite a lot. So, one of one of the things one one of the things I always advise my clients, or I'm always saying, is you know you need more time. You can't do everything yourself. You know, it's all well and good um, wearing all the hats, but you get to a point of burnout, or where everything, or some things, are not getting done as good or effectively as they could be. And for me, I hit that point where I felt like I was at a standstill for a couple of years. Um, so the same advice I was giving to all my clients was advice I actually had to take on myself in order for me to grow. Um, so that was one hurdle. It was kind of like releasing, letting go, um, and being able to delegate, I guess, knowing to not take everything on myself, no, no matter how passionate or how much I wanted to do it. So that was a hurdle for me. It was kind of like a learning curve. and. For me, it really was something like I had to adapt to and a lot of adjusting. But again, one of the best decisions I've made. And another thing, I guess, is just um, the the overwhelm of everything. Running a business, as you said, it's not easy. Um, Initially, just I guess where I was doing everything, things were slow. But as soon as I understood what was needed, the fact that I needed to get a team, the fact that I needed to delegate, which allowed me to focus on what I wanted to do, things just changed and it just keeps getting better and better. So, yeah, I feel like my hurdles have been the best learning curves ever because, you know, that's saying, you know, you never fail. Your lessons are part of the journey and they really do contribute to the success of the journey, I think.
0: Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. So so if there's somebody listening to this and they, they are feeling maybe overwhelmed with the amount that they have to do and they are maybe considering an assistant and... virtual assistant what can I do to make sure that it all runs smoothly what's some of the preparation to
1: so I think initially it's knowing what you want support with Um, it's easy to go I need help but I think kind of really tapping in and narrowing down what it is you need help with really does help you kind of decide the type of VA you want to work with in terms of do I need a VA with special skill sets um, how much time will I need? Where are they best placed to help me focus on what's going to drive growth for the business? Or it may even be for personal reasons, just more time for their family, um, just being pulled in a different kind of directions. So I would say kind of have a brainstorming session with yourself. I always say write down the things you don't want to do, you don't know how to do, um, or it's just taking up to, taking up time. So kind of like a delicate, kind of like a list of everything you're already doing. And kind of circling and narrowing down that list to the list of stuff that you could potentially outsource. I find it helps when you're on that journey of looking for a virtual assistant.
0: Yes that's a good tip that because it's so easy to go I need help and Mm. not really sure and hire somebody and then they feel frustrated.
1: Yeah and that's one of the it's it's actually quite a key tip uh, in, in terms of hiring a virtual assistant because you could end up hiring a generic VA who has all that, you know, the admin office experience, but then discover actually um, can you do this email marketing campaign or can you do a Facebook ad. And whilst they may do it, they may, they won't do it to the same level an expert would do it. In terms, of, you know, I said VAs have the some VAs have their own specialist skill sets. My preference would be to outsource that to a VA who specializes in that rather than a general VA, but you have to kind of know this before you start. Down that journey as you might find you're working with multiple VAs or you're changing VAs or like you said it gets frustration and frustrating because the VA wasn't aware of that you needed that support initially if that makes sense.
0: Yes and I think a lot of VAs do they, they, they'll say yes because they really want to help and make a difference but maybe not have that skill set.
1: Yeah I think it's a good VA will be honest when they they you know they know it's out of their remit um, I find that you can come across VAs who try to do everything, and it's not a bad thing um, because we cover quite a lot ourselves, but I think it's just confident knowing you've got the team to back that or that you can confidently take that on and kind of you know, deliver to what you're saying. All
0: right, so, so I've brainstormed, I've got some ideas, I know where I need some help. So mm-hmm. what tips would you have for so maybe selecting the right VA?
1: Um, I mean, there's there's different ways. VAs are pretty much everywhere now. When I look around on online and social media, what I would say is recommendations are really good. So if you know if you've got, I'm, I'm sure being a business owner, you'll have people within your network or you know business associates, or people that you know in the in the in the industry that may be able to give you a good solid recommendation. Um, and then just looking out for key simple things like making sure your VA. Has got standard things like data um, data protection, professional indemnity, all the little tiny things that do put a business owner's mind at peace. Um, Yeah, and just like recommendations, there's sites that you can go to. I'm part of a couple of associations. So there are associations like that you can go to. I'm part of APVA, which is an association of virtual assistants. There's groups like that on Facebook um so there's quite a lot of different ways and there's also agencies i've just described that i'm an agency I'm obviously i'm the smaller side of it but there's small to medium to even larger agencies like time i don't know if you've heard of time if, um, etc but they they offer the same kind of service that they've been out there for years and they they will basically match you with the ideal VA, basically the kind of like i said if you've come to me you need a ba who specializes in facebook ads I would match you to one of my BAs that could deliver and help you with that the best way
0: possible. So that makes a lot of sense. It's very much like hiring um, any staff. Yeah. You, do, you put some effort in up front. Do you do diligence? Do do? do uh, to say that. You do. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, and, um, and, you know, use agencies like yourselves.
1: Yeah, and I think it goes a long way. I mean, so, I mean yeah, you can cut corners or you know or I don't know but there's different reasons why people don't go with agencies and different reasons why people do but I think these days it there's a lot more trust factor involved when working with someone remotely you need to be assured that they're motivated that you know they're getting on with what tasks you're delegating Um, and there's you know you shouldn't have to micromanage your VA so much so there's all these elements that you kind of want to know and be certain that are just naturally going to be in place or happen so yeah, an agency can put that in place. Like for me personally, I delegate to my I pass a client onto a VA. They're matched perfectly in terms of what's required and skill set. But then I will also check in and make sure everything's okay. And I have set up s- certain specific procedures and systems to make sure that the same quality is delivered across the board.
0: Absolutely. So I'm uh, thinking about what you're saying of. Uh, one of the benefits come from this is actually knowing what you need somebody to do by doing that brainstorming. Yeah,
1: definitely. What are
0: some of the oh. other hidden benefits of hiring a, a, a virtual assistant?
1: Okay, so, I mean, there's quite a lot of benefits. So, I mean, there's the obvious ones. As you know, we're freelancers, so we, you know, we do our own tax, we've got our own equipment already, we work from home. So you really do save in costs in terms of, you know, sick pay, Holiday pay, we only work by the clock, so you don't you time. So we have retainer packages, not everything is that way, but a common way for virtual assistants to work is by time tracking. So if I was to stop and have a cup of coffee, that wouldn't be part of what you pay for. So it's very detailed in terms of exactly what you're paying for. Um, again, less office space for remote. We already have software, you know, we invest in ourselves, so we pay for softwares like design programs, CRMs, um, social media scheduling tools that you wouldn't have to invest in because we already have that. So there's loads of little elements there that we go into every single angle, whereby you save costs. Um, The main benefit I would have to say is saving time. I think I've already touched on this point, but it really, really is, 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 I can't explain enough, like even I've, as I said, gone through this, where it just boils down to time at the end of the day. We have all these amazing ideas. there's all these things we can do but unless you have all the time in the world or you know a special amount of hours in one day it's just almost impossible so being able to delegate and have some time back to either breathe or get on with what you do best maybe you want to focus on sales and you know have a team focus on operations it really does allow you to shift that focus and allow you to do less really do more of gain more if it makes sense yes yes so yeah i mean time has always been the biggest thing especially during covid i've really been speaking to people and people have used this time to really go hold on you know i've been moving way too fast i've been doing so many things that actually being able to stop and breathe has made me realize i want to breathe more kind of thing so (laughs) there's a lot of people for me i've thrived through covid in terms of business
0: Excellent.
1: Um, so it's, it's it's amazing how people's mindsets kind of shifted and realised how important and crucial that is in terms of business and in terms of your personal self-care regime.
0: I think you're absolutely right there. And uh, question for you: what what the most unusual request you had from somebody looking for a virtual assistant? Most
1: unusual request? Mm. Mm. Uh, I mean, not call unusual. Everything's been quite like expected, I would say. I haven't had someone, sorry.
0: I was just say, well, let me rephrase that maybe too. What would be the top sort of three things people request then? But that might be easy. Okay, sorry. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so social media management, I find that not a lot of people, you know, people are trying to be present and are being more and more aware of the importance of, you know, their online presence. But they don't have the time to commit or they just don't like social media they're like hate it with a passion i've actually known <laughs> clients just say take me off it take over um social media content creation so um things like um blog posts is a very common one that we get a lot so we do that on like a retainer package a lot for clients so that there's consistency content and web content creation um they are the two main things as well as social media copy so some clients will do their own graphics but get a bit stuck in terms of what they want to create what they you know what they're going to say and how they can keep adding value consistently um so definitely content social media management and web design WordPress web design
0: excellent yeah. so does somebody listen and they're thinking this sounds ideal just what I need I, I need a sort of a virtual team that can really help me grow my business how would they contact you Chloe?
1: There's, um, the, the most easiest way is just to head to our website, which is um, www.supportalservices.com There's many ways you can interact with us there. There's a chat bot, so um, we actually have a human on the other side of that. There's a contact form, and there's also a booking form, so you can book in a 20-minute free consultation. And that uh, I would recommend a 20-minute consultation just to find out what can be done, especially if you've already done the stage of brainstorming.
0: Excellent. And we'll put that information on our website as well. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your journey and your story with us and some tips around virtual assistants and the benefits. No,
1: thank you again for having me. Honestly, it's been a pleasure.
0: Excellent. And Chloe, if you know of any other business owners or entrepreneurs that would benefit from being on the podcast, do let me know. I will.
1: And I certainly will. I will
0: Fabulous. Thank you. Thank so you. So this, so this has been a podcast by business owners for business owners and until next time see you soon bye chloe the federation of small businesses with practical help for business owners such as fsb networking thousands upon thousands of our members already benefit from our members networking events join us wherever you are in the uk and take advantage of our regular business networking events or our virtual networking Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk.